Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I'm Eli. And we're back, we're back on the recap. Oh boy. Oh boy. How long has it been since it was a recap? It's been like, it's been Not that long. two, there's been two episodes. Yeah. It feels like longer though. It feels like a lot longer. It's been two episodes, but it feels like years. <laughs> In any case, today we will, well, I will be recapping <sighs> Eleven Eyes. Oh, God. So I actually have no idea what this show, like, is or is even about. Okay. So that, that that's, a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Because it changes when, because it changes depending on when in this series you're asking. What? So let me just say that Eleven Eyes is a story. It's twelve episode anime. Okay. With no plot for the for the first nine episodes. How, what do you mean no plot for the first nine episodes? Like stuff happens, but nothing really gets resolved. Like they beat up some bad guys. But we don't know why they're beating up the bad guys. Or why the bad guys are attacking them. Okay. Let's go ahead and start from the beginning, shall we? Let us shall. So, in the beginning, there's a kid who's getting murdered by his big sister with magic chains. Okay. Then his sister commits suicide. And his childhood friend walks in on him dying. Very good. Very good. I, th- I think that sets the tone pretty well. So it Except starts off with all. a nice little murder suey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, jump to the present. The kid is now a teenager. Wait, and the so kid is that, his child- that discovered that? The kid that died is now a teenager. He's dead? And a lot... We'll get to that. So, this this is our main character, and his childhood friend is, I'm going to call her main girl. Okay. And so she's a teenager now as well, and they're going to the same high school. The uh, main character wears a very needlessly ornate eye patch to cover up his blind eye that is a weird color. Okay, so... Fairly standard anime stuff so far. Yeah, yeah, and of course the main girl has big boobs. So, so fairly pretty standard. All right. Yeah, pretty standard. Uh, there's a comedic duo that shows up every once in a while, but they're not important whatsoever. And uh, so, at some point during the first episode, uh, the main pair are walking on a bridge. And they get pulled into the Red Knight, an alternate version of their city under a moon that bathes it in red light. Okay. And there's a bunch of freaky monsters that chase them around. Um, although they don't really do any attacking, they do just, all they do is really yell at the protagonists. So, that's fun. In any case, uh... So they're... They're 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 less attacking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I got confused. 
when he said that the monsters don't do anything. Like, so, monsters just upset they're, like, trespassing on their lawn or something. Eh? Because I'm imagining an old, just a bunch of old monster dudes, like, popping <laughs> up. And, like, the main character's freaking out. And they're just like, get off my lawn! Or get out of my dimension! Well, actually, it's it's more like... It's more like... Rah! They they just do that. Mm-hmm. And because the monsters, they're basically blobs with little tentacles and red carapaces on their backs. And then they have human faces, but it's like, ex- but it's like smooth mask like. And then they have mouths that expand into like a diamond shape whenever they yell at you. Okay. It's very freaky. They don't, they don't stay very long though. So in any case, uh, protagonists run around for a bit, and then they get transported back to the real world. And they're, like, worried about that happening again. And then they're near the bridge again on, on like, the embankment nearby. And they're, like, relaxing together. And then they get pulled back into the Red Knight. And in, in the stinger, the main character has a pipe. I don't know where he found the pipe. Wait a minute. Is this... Is this that show where you're asking me where did they find a pipe? I asked where that they were in a park somewhere? Yes. Okay. I, uh, yeah. So, where did they get a pipe? I assumed I initially that they just like ripped it off like a water fountain. There but... was no pipes nearby. <laughs> in any case, episode two main character tries to fight the monsters with his pipe and fails because he is not Shiro Emiya. <laughs> so he gets saved by uh, Sword Girl, who is kind of a badass, in my opinion. Well, she starts off a badass, then it swiftly degenerates. In any case, she has a sword that, like, shoots lightning. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, so they run through the city. They get ambushed by the Black Knights, who are kind of look like robots, but move like people and talk like people. They don't do anything right now. They run away. There's a bunch of crystal towers in the middle of the Red Knights, and so everybody goes... So the trio of... The main character, the main girl, and Sword Girl go to the Crystal Towers and find a girl who is trapped in a big crystal in the center who is conscious and able to communicate with them. And then the Black Knights show up again, but they don't do anything. And then they leave the Red Knight. Okay. So... I, I did skip over a couple things. So there's a few other characters who need who you need to know about. There is a delinquent kid who I call Fire Guy because he is pyrokinetic. Okay. And a and a glass and a girl with glasses who I'm gonna call Glasses Girl. Alright. There's also a girl with twin tails who walks around carrying the uh Vatican's list of banned books. For some reason. Oh yeah, I remember us talking about this. Yeah. She she's carrying around index from magical index. Yeah. 
Um, and there's also a girl who reminds the main character of his dead sister. The one who tried to murder him? Yes. At least some of these aren't, this isn't a fond reminding him of his sister. No, not okay, at all. Okay, that's good. Oh yeah, and also, while they were in the Red Knight this time, uh, the main character's bad eyes started acting up and glowing. Oh, of course. Anyways, episode three. So the first two episodes, very... Nothing happens. Episode three, also nothing happens. Basically, um... So, main character wants to learn sword skills. Sword girl says no. Then she says yes. Then she tells main character and main girl her backstory and how she got her five magic swords and how she, she committed has five patricide. magic swords? Yeah, she has five magic swords. I mean, and, uh, you can only really hold two at once, and even then... This is, this is true. And she stores them all in her hands. In it's her magic. hands. It's. It makes sense in context, I want to say. It's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay. She stores them in her hands. Yes. In her fingertips. In her fingertips. So in one hand, yes? Or does she spread this she spreads it out unevenly? I don't know. I that. think you you can I think she can summon them from either hand. Whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Part of her backstory is she committed patricide. Alright. Got us a patricide. Good times. Um, so then they get pulled into the Red Knight again, and they have to f- they fight some basic monsters, and then Ornstein and Smug show up. Um, those, if if you don't know, which I imagine Eli doesn't know, those are a pair of Dark Souls bosses. That's not the character's actual names. They just remind me of them. Okay. Yes, I have. I have not played Dark Souls. I know that there's an there's an ether flask. I got that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> in any case, moving on. Um. So in any case, uh, Sword Girl fights Smog. Smog, Smog, while Ornstein chases the main duo. Sword Girl gets kicked around a bit, and then Smoke gets backstabbed, and she kills him. And then when she, when he dies, one of the giant crystal pillars at the center of the uh, Red Knight disappears. Meanwhile, Ornstein beats the shit out of Carr that the main duo were hiding in, and the last thing the main character sees before he passes out is his, is his sister who saved him. Or the... It, the girl who looks like his sister, at least. Okay, so the girl who looked like his sister saved him. Yes. In any case, uh, this is when we like actually meet Glasses Girl. Um, we met her earlier, but then she, like she actually popped up. She stole one of Main Girl's avocado and shrimp sandwiches. Why? Because she was hungry. I was going to say more, why would anyone have a friggin' sandwich of avocado and prawns? (laughs) That is a very good question. I don't know. Did they make uh, it themselves? Presumably. 
So I don't think you could buy a sandwich with that anywhere. I think I think someone would slap you if you tried to order that. <laughs> what store sells prawns and avocado as a food item together? I don't know. Whatever. You're focusing more on that. I'm focused. I'm focused more on the fact that Fire Guy walks by uh, while they're sitting on the bench eating the sandwiches, and he's just eating a baguette. An entire baguette. Well, see that that's at least that's at least food. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but it's just it's just a baguette though. I don't even know where he got it. And he ate the whole thing. I mean I've done that before, so <laughs> same. <laughs> In any case, doesn't matter. So the main trio, that's uh main character, main girl and sword girl, join Glasses Girls Club. The, uh, the Modernology Club. Modernology? Yes, the study of modernity. Uh. Isn't the study of modernity just living your life? <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's it's just a cover for them to like do their Red Knight shenanigans. Whatever. Oh yes, I forgot. There's a uh, there's a nurse. At their school. I mean, isn't there a nurse at every school? Yes, there's a nurse at every school, but this nurse is uh, important. Not not important to the plot, but important to uh, one character's arc. And she also chain smokes, like in the nurse in the infirmary. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, it was the case you could get by with anything. <laughs> this was in 2009. <laughs> Yeah, it's 2009. You can get away with anything. <laughs> Good point. In any case, um, he insult, uh, Fire Guy insulted her and ended up hiding in the Modernology Club's room. And they were actually going was to go look for him. Was she him down like Predator? No, no. She was just chasing after him because uh, he called her a cougar, a cougar slut. Anyways. In any case, Fire Guy talks to the Modernology Club, and then he's all like, I'm a loner, and runs away. Um, in any case, later, the uh, the crew is training main guy, main character, and uh, turns out his eye gives him precognitive sight. So that's cool. That does sound vaguely cool. Good Good line from this episode is... When Book Girl, the girl with the index, is getting hit on by one of the comedic duo, and he's like just saying random Italian words to her, she's like, "Please stop defiling the Italian language." <laughs> so that's the context for that thing you sent me. Yes. <laughs> Let's see here, and then later, the crew ends up getting sent back to the Red Knight again. Uh, they fight with Ornstein. Glasses girl almost kills him when she gets dangerous by taking off her glasses. And then, uh, but she gets stabbed through the stomach by another black knight who, who's called NVIDIA. Like the graphics card? Yes. That's how I spelled it every time after the first time I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, fire guy shows up and saves everybody. 
And then the Red Knight ends, and Glasses Girl reveals that her superpower is regeneration. Okay. Like, so she got stabbed through the stomach. Now she didn't. And also, if she was born and raised in some Eastern European country, probably Hungary, if I had to guess. I mean, they they call it Transvania, which isn't real. Unless they're talking about Transylvania. Right, so she's like Romanian or Hungarian. Yes. If I had to guess, Hungarian. There are a weird amount of Romanians in anime. Huh. <laughs> that I'm is just... a good point. Like, that is a very good for point. the size of the country. <laughs> Why is everybody from... It's because of Dracula. Oh, right, yeah. That's why I choose to believe she's from Hungary. Although, was Hungary in... Never mind, I'll ask this later. Okay, episode five. So we got we get the nurse's backstory. Um, she was a biker gang member and got out of it when she adopted Fire Guy off the streets. I mean, it was kind of a kidnapping, in my opinion. But... Then again, he was abandoned in the streets. I mean, you can't kidnap an orphan. They were never wanted to begin with. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> in any case, um, so now we get the, uh, I'm going to call her Ghost Girl, which is, she looks just like main character's sister. And she has the same name as the main character's sister. So she's the main character's sister? But she's not, though. But she's not? Yes. She can't speak. She can't speak. She she talks through, like, writing on a sketch, sketch pad. Alright. Anyways. They get uh, pulled back into the Red Knight later. Sword Girl takes on NVIDIA. While the main duo try to run, they end up confronted by Ornstein. Uh, main character unlocks his power, which, like I, like I said, is precognition. And he's straight up nothing personnel kids. Ornstein. Just teleport behind him and stab him in the back. Was there anything personal about it? Nothing personnel. <laughs> um, and then after the fight... Uh, the main character collapses into a writhing pile of trauma. Not not for killing someone, just because, you know, he used his power. And it was um, too that's, much. That's bad? Well, it's, yeah, you know, it's too much for his body to hold. Also, it's apparently called the Eye of Aeon. Eon. It's called that by some dude named Velad. Velad or Velad? The Lod. The Vlad. Basically, yes. I'm choosing to believe he's Hungarian. <laughs> Let me believe. <laughs> Let me believe that he's not Dracula. It's Dracula. I mean, how how, how did Vlad the Impaler die? Uh, wasn't he impaled? That is a good question. We'll look this up later. In any case, uh, oh, and also there's a wall of magic around the city that Fire Guy discovers when he tries to leave on his motorcycle. Oh, boy. And also he had a motorcycle. 
it got totaled when he tried to leave the city. In any case, episode six, uh, whatever happened at the end of the last episode fried the main character's nervous system. And so Sword Girl has to heal him with a magic ritual. This ritual requires that he be stripped naked. Okay. She, she does some chanting. Okay. Then she gets naked and touches him. Repeatedly. In what context? Um, like, she just strips her top off, and then she she wrote, like, a symbol on her hand, and she's just putting it on his, on, uh, his chest. Okay. But, of course, from a distance, this looks not... Kosher. Not kosher. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, main girl sees this and freaks out. And then main character and sword girl start being all chummy. And so main girl completely misunderstood what happened there. And nobody bothered to uh, try and correct her. I mean, when do they ever? Never, never. In any case, uh, she ends up trying to get the main character to kiss her for some reason. But he says no, and so she runs away. And then they get dragged into the Red Knight. Um, they try and get some answers out of the newest Black Knight, who's like a mage dude. I mean, I call I, I wrote Hierophant for his nickname, but he he has literally no presence on screen. Like he shows up for one fight and then he's dead. And then they have to go find Main Girl after her penguin bag is found. Uh ripped to shreds well not completely ripped to shreds oh by the way she has a bag that's shaped like a penguin it never comes up again never comes up again in any case episode seven we're still in the red night at this point the team decides to split up and search for clues did they bring a talking dog with them they did not and i'm already disappointed well i mean they got fire guys so he's basically a talking dog <laughs> in any case uh glasses girl finds main girl and so Glasses Girl's like, hey, this is a great time to reveal my backstory. So, in her home country of Transvania, um, which was gripped by furious ethnic conflict. When isn't it? <laughs> it's Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's Eastern Europe in the Balkans. Presumably somewhere around Hungary. But anyways... So since she can't die, she was an immortal child soldier. So, like, they had her run suicide bombs and assassination missions at, like, five years old. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes her the second, well, I guess third, most tragic Romanian child in anime. <laughs> I'd like to thank anime for making that a competitive category. <laughs> I gotta know who's the who are the other two. Uh, the two vampire twins from Black Lagoon. Ah, okay, gotcha. So, when she's sharing her backstory here, uh, main girl is acting kind of weird. Um, and the girl in the crystal, remember that. Uh, vaguely, that, yeah. Yeah, because that's still a thing. Uh, she's trying to break out, but 
one of the black knights show up and says no and okay. so just, <laughs> I'm, ima- I'm imagining just like her trying to escape then someone waddling over with their rolled up newspaper to spray him on his going no spray into a lap I mean it's not wrong it's it's done in more, in more worse than that but that's an amusing image <sighs> any case uh, book girl is in the red knight but nobody knows she's in the red knight Fire guy and main character engage Nvidia in combat, while Sword Girls confronts another Black Knight called Superbia, who turns out to be the person that Sword Girl looks up to, from like seventy years ago. All right. And then Ghost Girl and Glasses Girl show up to assist in fighting Nvidia. Superbia runs away without actually doing anything. NVIDIA tries to use self-destruct, but main girl shows up and reveals her superpower is magic nullification. So, like, she just glows and then all the magic in an area is gone. Alright, then. Uh, anyway, so they kill NVIDIA. So they wait, kill the graphics did, wait, card. Wait, did... Did they try I and run Crisis? Yes, they did kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> In any case, uh, they kill her. There's a flashback to Vilad's time. Um, and the witch, Lizlot, Lizlot, to however the fuck you say that, says that she's going to destroy the world after she gets a report that he's killed in battle. Okay. And. Yeah, anyways. So they get back from the Red Knight, and Main Girl is resting after her mental break. Because she had a mental break and collapsed after using her magic. Okay. Um, anyways, episode 8. Well, actually, right at the end of episode 7, he is, uh, like, freaked out. Because Ghost Girl reminds him of his sister. But nothing happens there. Anyways, episode 8. So everybody's resting. Um... Fire Guy and Glasses Girl have a whole bunch of relationship development in this episode. Like, they're half the episode. They're not really important, so I'm going to just skip past all of their relationship building bullshit. So anyway, Sword Girl decides to give main, the main character a power-up by having him drink her blood. Uh, main Girl sees this and faints. Then later, while main character and Sword Girl are training... Uh, he hits her hard enough with the wood sword to draw blood. I actually girl... don't think it's that hard. I mean, it's a pretty pretty heavy blood instrument. Fair enough. In any case, uh, main girl comes in and offers a handkerchief. Then uh, when sword girl takes it, main girl takes the moment to lick her forehead where the bruise was to drink some of her blood. Why? <laughs> because her boyfriend did it. It's not a reason. (laughs) Anyway, Sword Girl and Ghost Girl go out to find Glasses Girl. That's how you spread diseases. (laughs) It's also how you spread power-ups. Isn't that just a fancy word for a social disease? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In any case, um... Yeah, Glasses Girl wandered off to go do relationship stuff with Fire Guy. So Glasses... Sword Girl and Ghost Girl go off to find her. 
then Book Girl shows up and attacks the main character. Okay. And she reveals that she was sent by the Holy Office of the Index. Moving on. Um, And then in the stinger, it's revealed that the Black Knights can enter the real world. I mean, it's kind of been um, foreshadowed the whole episode, but it was never foreshadowed before this episode, so... Eh. In any case, uh, the Black Knights can enter the real world, so Superbia did so and murdered the school nurse, who was Fire Guy's adoptive mom. Okay. So picking up where we left off in episode 8, episode 9 starts off with uh, Fire Guy very much losing his cool when he sees his uh, his mom strung up by her knees with two swords through her chest. That sounds needlessly brutal. It It was. Very much so. Anyways, so he go, so he loses uh, all reason, goes on a rampage through the city, outside of the Red Knight, um, trying th- to kill a fake Superbia. And so he's just causing all kinds of mayhem and destruction, and he begs Glasses Girl to kill him before his powers grow out of control. Then Book Girl reveals that she's just testing, that she was just testing the main character, um and plans to use his um his developing powers to uh, kill the demon so then main character and sword girl score up to take on the real superbia but she summons a bunch of puppet versions of the dead black knights to fight him naturally they're weaker so he's having no trouble fighting off the entire group Uh, superbia turns into a human and intimidates sword girl with her skills Okay. They don't even fight. They just, like, look at each other, and Sword Girl's like, Ugh, I can't beat her! <sighs> okay. And Superbia goes in for the attack, but gets blocked by the MC- by the main character and retreats. And so now we are finally getting some backstory. So, the Holy Office of the Index, who is Book Girl's organization manages magic stuff all around the world. And the Black Knights are actually part of the Holy Office of the Index. They were sent 70 years ago to stop um, a great evil. And they are, in fact, the good guys all along. Please, hold your shocked revelations. (laughs) In any case, uh, in the stinger... Glasses Girl returns to the crew covered in blood and tells them that she killed Fire Guy. And okay. she's very sad because they had a budding romance going on. And also the city has been destroyed. Wait, what? Well, not completely destroyed, but pretty destroyed. Because he went on that rampage, remember? They bl- The whole city's gone. They blew up the city. No, they didn't blow up the city. Just, you know, it's 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 a mess. Everything was on fire. Anyways... So during all this, main girl has been sitting very quietly with a vacant vacant smile on her face, indicating that she's not really all there right now. Was she ever really all there? Not really. Anyways, so here we go. Here here we're finally getting backstory. Okay. Write it down. So. Hold on, let me get a pen and paper. (laughs) You don't need to. You don't need to. None of this matters. So, there's f- seven fragments of something called the Void Stone, which oh. reside in Book Girl, Main Girl, Fire Guy, Sword Girl, Glass Girl, the main character, and the girl in the crystal. 
The girl okay. in the crystal is actually an ancient witch named Lizalot, who achieved immor- immortality and fell in love with King Vlad, then decided to destroy the world when he died to a traitor- traitorous blade. One of his okay. like closest allies killed him or whatever. Anyways, the Holy Office of the Index has fought her for nearly 800 years across the world until they were able to seal her away 64 years before the plot of the story. 64 years feels oddly specific. Yeah, kind of. At least it wasn't 70. In any case, in exchange for, th- for putting up the seal, the ones doing the sealing lost their human bodies and had to guard the imprisoned, depowered, and amnesiac witch. Okay. So... So Lizalot pulled the fragments into the Red Knight in order to bring them together to free herself and destroy the world. But there are only six left, so apparently only the Eye of Eon can do it all on its own. Her plan is, very simply, to open a gate to hell in the sky. This event is called the Hellfall. I give it a 2 out of 10 for creativity. (laughs) Alright, so... The Black Knights believe the main character's power will overtake him and cause him to become possessed by Valad and free the witch, while the uh, Index Office believes that they'll be able to weaponize it to end the fight once and for all. Also, Main Girl was making tea during the first part of all this and put a razor blade in Sword Girl's cup. Why? Because the main character is being a little too chummy with Sword Girl. that, that, That is like next level sociopathy level stuff <laughs> and then in the second half of all this all this like a uh, story i was telling main character and book girl were sitting outside when book girl was talking about this and then many main girl sh- sat next to the main character wearing nothing but her underwear okay anyways moving on so sword girl has a crisis of faith because she couldn't beat superbia Okay. The main character gives her a, t- a pep talk, and she has him drink more of her blood. They hug. And then the main character and main girl make out while sword girl, ghost girl, and book girl talk. And then book girl tells them that when they sealed uh, Lizalot away, they had to split her power across seven worlds created uh, in the in the process of creating the seven fragments. And so each of the fragments was sent into a different world. And then when they were all brought to the Red Knight the first time, when they returned, they were all deposited into a single world, which turns out to be Main Girl's world. And turns out she has reality warper powers because the ghost girl that we've been seeing isn't real. She actually died in her own world. And the ghost girl we've been seeing is an illusion cooked up by Main Girl because she has reality warper powers. And I guess she wasn't able to control reality before because she just needed to uh, achieve Chim first. This all seems needlessly complex. (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) So now, they get pulled back into the Red Knight again, and Glasses Girl runs off to go take on the Black Knights because she lost the love of her life or whatever. She gets beaten the fuck up. And then Superbia rips out her womb and removing the fragment within and killing her. Okay. And then everybody else minus main girl shows up just too late to stop her from dying. 
And then Main Girl shows up and tosses the uh, the fragment to Lizalot, freeing her and undoing the depowering and amnesia. Okay. So, episode 11. After Main Girl frees her, Lizalot tries to kill her, but ends up blocked by the main character, but still apparently kills her and takes her fragment. Main character and Sword Girl get transported out of the Red Knight back to Main Girl's world. They do a double check to make sure the world still exists as they remember it, which confirms that Main Girl is actually still alive. Meanwhile, in the Red Knight, Book Girl and the Black Knights join forces to take down Lizlot. The leader of the Black Knights turns into a giant fuck you dragon. And then and the ghost girl we've been seeing in the Red Knight shows up and reveals that she was the guardian angel of the, of the original ghost girl all along. And Superbia does a full Nelson on Lizlot and... Uh, does an excellent heroic sacrifice that doesn't do anything. Anyways, back in the real world, Sword Girl and the main character have sex to give them a big power-up. Wait, what? <laughs> this works off fake state night rules? <laughs> I don't know. All she says is that two people of her clan's blood, if they lay, if they become man and woman together... So they're then... cousins. Well, because cause when cause he drank her blood, so, so they he specifically has... gain magic power through incest. <laughs> that is my understanding. Anyways, after they have the sex, Superbia shows up to tell them the outcome of the battle. The uh, Black Knight leader died, and so did the Angel, and Book Girl committed suicide. And then Superbia dies while cackling that the world should be destroyed. And now, Main Girl shows up totally fine, walking out of a broken wall in reality. She and Main Character go to hug, and then she freaks out and begs not to be made to do something. Then she stabs the Main Character in the chest with a broken sword. Sounds painful. Turns out that Lizalot possessed her after acquiring her fragments, and then she kills the Main Character via hug and steals his eye. Like, she like literally via hug? Like, she hugged him really hard, and then, like, he disappeared? Like, it's kind of hard to explain. He, like, disintegrated after he after she hugged him. Except the eye. She stole the eye. Okay. And then she envelops uh, Sword Girl in a tide of darkness that is overtaking the world. Alright. And then in the stinger, Main Girl's spirit is standing on a crystal pillar while naked, nuzzling the eye she stole from the main character. And then the main character goes, no! And we smash cut to the next episode. So episode 12. Turns out everything in episode 11 was a premonition that the main character was having right before Lizlot killed the main girl. If you think that's bullshit, it is. So, realizing that everything is probably going to go the same way, he opts to kill himself before any of that can happen. Because all she needs to do is take his eye and then she wins so she he stabs himself in the throat and then uh, after he stabs himself he sees all his old memories of like being at the orphanage at school getting bullied hanging out with main girl and then he wakes up in the school's infirmary and so he did try and stab himself in the throat but main girl prevented him by uh, using her magic power when it was like halfway in I guess Okay, and here's where things get fucky. 
You mean you ready this, for this has all been making sense up till now? <sighs> this is when we get into alt-universe bullshit. Oh, boy. Okay, so remember how I said there that there are seven worlds created by the seven fragments? Yes. Okay, so the Red Knight is one, and Main Girl's world is one. Well, in one of the universe... So basically, Book Girl traveled to all six non-Red Knight universes to tell the main character's sister about all the uh, everything that's going to happen and so in every single universe she opts to kill herself in the one universe where she had magic powers she also opts to murder her brother turns out the guy the scene we saw at the very beginning of the show yeah was in a different universe okay so the main character never died that was another guy who was also had the same name, appearance, backstory, etc. He just oh, didn't God, have the magic that's eye. So dumb. <laughs> what? That's so dumb. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. So, anyways, so yeah, in every other timeline, though, she doesn't kill him, but she does kill herself. Okay. So now. So I have a question. Yes. So, where does the number eleven fit into all this? I have, I, um... Because the main dude has, like, eye powers, right? Yes. Well, because it's, like, I guess 11 normal eyes? What? That... Yeah, that doesn't... Well, because there's, like, six members on their, like, team, and of them, only five have two non-eye-patched eyes. And so he has one good eye and one bad eye, or whatever it's it's not it's not a creative title moving on so yeah uh book girl can traverse space time um ghost girl shows up and clarifies that she did kill the alt universe main character but feels bad about it so she's trying to help stop liz lot and Ghost Girl that is here is the Guardian Angel version, not the older sister version. God, I'm try having trouble keeping all this track. In any case, um, so after after all this is revealed, Main Girl gets kidnapped by Lizlot. Everybody heads to the roof of the school to confront her. Uh, Book Girl dies, and then it turns out that her body was not physical well it was like physical but it was fake it was manufactured but her soul was real that makes sense anyways and then ghost girl dies actually don't remember why i just watched this episode like a couple hours ago and i do not remember why she died in any case uh Vlad's spirit appears and tries to get lizlot to not destroy the world but fails and then they kill or maybe seal away Lizlot at the expense of the leader of the Black Knights. Who, if you haven't noticed, I barely gave any attention to, so he really doesn't matter. And then with Lizlot gone, the Red Knight starts to fall apart. And so Main Girl, Main Guy, and Sword Girl escape to another world. And then in the stinger, we find out that Glasses Girl, Fire Guy, and the Nurse are all still alive because they didn't die in this world. 
but they don't know any of the main trio. They have no idea whose world they ended up in, but they don't really care. Because they don't have to worry about all that nonsense anymore. And I have no idea what happened to Superbia. <sighs> and that's the end of the that's the end of the series. Fucking record time. I think I understood maybe five percent of that. <laughs> that's more than I understood. And so here's some so yeah, that's that's the recap. God, fucking recap. Okay, so here's some overall stuff. So every episode has two titles. One in either English or Japanese, and then the other title is in Hungarian. And it's it's literally the same thing, but in Hungarian. So whatever the English title is, it's the same in Hungarian. Which makes me think that Transvania is Hungary, but I don't know. <sighs> the the uh, the opening song isn't isn't bad. It's actually pretty good. There is a minor detail in mentioned kind of early in the series but isn't really brought up except in uh like visuals is that for whatever reason whenever they get sent to the red knight all the girls have an intense pain in their uterus what yeah i don't know i think that's where they keep their fragments why <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Any case, and surprise, fucking surprise. This ser- this series is based on an erotic visual novel. When are they not? <laughs> Very true. Okay, and so final thoughts on the series itself is there's a it's it's a lot like Holy Night in that there's there's a potentially good story underneath all of this crap. But unlike Holy Night, it is not nearly enjoyably bad enough to want to dig out that good story. So, like, it's competent... Okay, I don't want to say it's competently made. It's decently made. They didn't have, like, forks stabbed up their up their butts when they were making this thing. But it... It is not. It is not good. It is not a good series. There and just the first nine episodes are very much like I don't give a fuck about anything that's going on here. If I was not, like, (laughs) there twice here I wrote. Let's see. I watched a few episodes of this show and I wanted to go to sleep and I did. (laughs) And then a few episodes later. I made sushi to avoid watching the series. You made sushi. Well, I made, you know, I made sushi rice and then I rolled it in seaweed. Okay. In any case. But yeah, I I made sushi rice to avoid going and watching the series. Admittedly, with a rice cooker, that's not a lot of work. However, it's just like, I went to go do something else rather than watch this series. I will admit, though, the last three or four episodes that's where like the interesting kind of stuff was but there's a whole lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense there and it, they just kind of all throw it at you at once and it's not fun there's also an OVA 
You told me about that. Yes. So, let me say, Eleven Eyes, the normal series, 4 out of 10, trash. The OVA, however, 10 out of 10, absolute trash. (laughs) So, basically, the OVA, in the OVA, I don't know if this was like, I I have a feeling this was not part of the original (laughs) visual novel at all. But so they get sent to a pink knight instead of the red knight. And everybody's powers work differently here. So, for example, the main character, his eye normally gives him precognition. But in the pink knight, he can see through people's clothes. Of course he can. (laughs) And fire guy, instead of being pyrokinetic can shoot a thin stream of water out of his fingertip. That's just hilarious. (laughs) Um, Glasses girl, instead of becoming a deadly assassin when she takes off her glasses, gets really, really horny. Uh, Ghost girl can talk, but she can, like, only talk in... uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like... I don't know. She basically just talks. She basically talks like the uh, the main girl from Shimonetta. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's the dirty jokes one. I know. I know that one. I don't know what she yeah. sounds like. Ah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah. So if anybody knows about that, she sounds like that. Um. Let's see what else. Who else was there? Uh, there's main girl, main guy, sword girl, right? <laughs> Sword girl, she pulls one of her swords out and it turned into a vibrator. <laughs> and main no girl, <laughs> um, is there anybody else? Book girl, she didn't show off any powers in that. Um, but and then main girl has the ability, still still reality warper, but she has the ability ability to uh turn guys into girls and maybe vice versa i don't know in any case it's it's just it's just a lot of fun in my opinion because in the ova the characters are actually aware of everything that's going on like they don't know exactly what's going on but they're like we know what our powers are and we know the situation we are we are in we're in a world of some kind and we need to figure out whose world this is and uh, it's it's just it's just it's just good good dirty fun so yeah and, and of course part of enjoying the ova is the fact that at the end ghost girl has like she's writing on her sketch pad and she basically <laughs> says like uh, Eleven Eyes is a work of fiction don't confuse it with reality you mad go take some calcium this is a backdoor way to just give people kidney stones <laughs> it's it, it's either saying you have a calcium deficiency because because you're so mad or 
you're mad because you have a calcium deficiency, or it's saying, go get kidney stones, loser. You're so mad you should go piss a rock. <laughs> and in any case, yeah, that's uh, that's eleven eyes. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. Four out of ten. Would not watch again. Can you believe I watched this as it came out? Yes. I take personal offense to that, Eli. We all know that you watch a lot of trash. That is very true, especially back in like 2009 era. That I watched a lot of trash. Like a lot of trash. Remind me to talk about uh Asura Cryan. Remind me to tell you about that one. All right. Cuz actually No, it came out in the same year as Eleven Eyes. And it's the same kind of thing, but they both explain more and explain less at the same time than Eleven Eyes. Like, they explain more overall, but they don't explain as much per reveal. Anyways, we'll just put a pin in that for later. But anyways, yeah, Eleven Eyes. I don't recommend watching it at all. But if you do, definitely go find the OVA. And, uh, yeah. I, I have nothing else to add about this show. I'm glad to be done with it. I'm ashamed that I even tried rewatching it. Like, I, I tried rewatching it without planning on talking about it on the show. Without, on the podcast. And it's. <sighs> it's just so. It's. It's not bad. It's disappointing. It's disappointing because the beginning has no plot, and it's disappointing because the end has way too much plot. <sighs> Whatever. Has a lot of plot. Actually, it does have a great, a very large amount of plot. Plot. Also, panty shots. Aren't those the same thing? No, that's subplots. Whatever, let's run our Discord ad. Discord ad. Yeah, I can't do Scatman. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Uh, I guess if you want to come <laughs> criticize me for my shit taste... Come and hop into you the have animes. Quite garbage taste at times. Okay, <laughs> all right. Enough of that. I may have shit taste, but I have. Okay, I may watch a lot of shit shows, but I have good taste. It's like all these all these shows are like uh, junk food. Like I know they're bad for me. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, if you want to come uh, criticize me for some of my uh, shit picks, then uh, hop into the anime store enough Discord and. Give me an earful. Got in trouble at work because I started sending my coworkers shit pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Eli. That was a joke. I am currently unemployed. Well, yeah, because you sent all those shit pics. <laughs> Whatever. This has been Anime Stroganoff. I have been Lilith. And I have been Eli. 
Thanks for listening.